it's hole. their right to have the trays. Uh, can't regulate trays. It's defined in the 222nd Amendment. Trays. Oh, well, she settled in. Aya, honey. Aya, Ralph. Because she was a traitor. This Wait, was like she a, like a... Was she a prostitute? It's never said. Okay? It's implied. She just sings in cat houses. Singing yeah. prostitutes. Well, I don't know that she was, but... Are they all from... <laughs> kidding. So now she's like, I love you. I love you. They love each other. Now listen, Alice. Why? It's not a get-rich scheme plan. You guys know the Nirvana song? Do you know it? Something, something. Francis Farmer, uh, entertain me. No, no, no. The the title of the film is called, the title of the song is called Francis Farmer Will Have Her Revenge. She's not mentioned in the song, but she is born in Seattle, Washington, and that's where they're from. So maybe it says, this is the only thing, and maybe it's her. In her false witness, I hope you're still with us to see if they float or drowned. Our favorite patient, because she was incarcerated a lot. Display of patience, disease-covered Puget Sound. She'll come back as fire, burn all the liars, leave a blanket of ash on the ground. That might be. He was, what, 25 when he wrote that? Every 25-year-old knows that. I guess so, if they're from Seattle. You think like Kurt Cobain saw like a punk rock sticker or Francis Farmer on some coffee shop in Seattle? He's like, oh, just, cool. 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 Oh, look, there's a hole in the screen. In the uh, screen. Yeah. Now, they're off to somewhere, but Sven has a telegram. Okay? Right, and then that. it says, my oh. daughter's expecting your arrival. You want to be oh, serious boy. about this partner? That's my friend. birthday. Get down yeah. here. 1884. I like how it says, quit fooling around if you, like, stop fucking her. <laughs> Come on, Shane. My daughter's not going to get pregnant look, or something. Look at Shane. his face. Got a serious dilemma now. Am I going to mm. be a rich, powerful man, or am I going to be happy in love? Oh, I love, it. like, the only options for women in his life are either the boss's daughter or a possible prostitute. Right. <laughs> like, there's no, like, regular woman, you know. Look, he's sitting right by the hole. Hello. Looking right in there. They're both there. Oh, yeah. I'll show it. Oh, they were in on the joke. Oh, and I have one. That's it? Oh. Now, this is a steam bath, and we know Major it from... Tip. Right. Now, if no, you're Carl, in a thank spot... you for explaining mansplaining to two Jews what a steam is. Yeah, right. Like, we don't know what a good... We call that a, ju- a gym. Go a workout. Yeah. That's a workout right there. Now, I want to let you morons know, if you pour cold water over a man in a steam bath, it is very, very shocking to the system. And Sven will get that three three times. Let me just Christian-splain this whole thing to you. Are you Christian-splaining? You know, I don't see these boxes anymore. I think during COVID, this is a better idea than being in a communal steam room. During COVID, your whole life. Right. But no, this sucks. You're stuck in a box and a guy puts cold water over your head every 10 seconds. I'm not joking. I used to go to the gym. My whole workout was just going into the steam room and, uh-huh. you know, and then showering mm-hmm. afterwards, getting dressed and taking the bus home. That was it. 
I didn't yep. like maybe maybe I'll lift the weight or something. Put my pants back on and just get on the bus. Yeah. Now you can't get out of there alone. The guy's got to let you out. And also the cold water's not part of the treatment. He goes, he's saying like, you love her. You shouldn't marry the other one. He goes, hey, put cold water on his head. Don't you dare. And he's getting splashed. Oh, that's hysterical. He looks so much better. Look how refreshed you are after it gets Look how great the shirt looks after that scene. I know. Now, in the book, this guy was a huge lumberjack guy. And, you know, the director just said, fuck the book. This guy won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actors Actor for this. The Academy Awards were new. By the way, I hope you come back for the Razzie show, Adam. I think you're going to vote. That'll be in March. Got to vote. Carl's signing up. He's now a member. I'm signing up, yes. I'm going to be an Academy member. So... Basically, he's like, I'm going to the daughter. You tell Francis Farmer we're breaking up. He's like, I'm not doing that. He goes, well, I can't. I don't have time. He goes, Barney, you have time. He goes, well, I can't because I won't do it if I'm in front of her. You daughter, tell her. You have time. You have time. In fairness, I'm a coward. All right. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I got to go. There's something over there. I'll be right back. In the oven. We don't have an oven. Gotta go. uh, Cigarettes haven't been invented yet. I gotta go to 7-Eleven and buy cigarettes. Now look how happy Francis is. I would never leave you. (laughs) It's love. Oh, baby hair. Nice new clothes. Hello, Sven. Where's Barney? Boo! Barney! Put on the... Oh, Mike disappeared because his accent is so fake and bad. His, His Swedish accent. Oh, he's supposed to be Swedish? Yes. I never thought that. Yeah, watching him. He's the Swede. And he couldn't talk with the stupid accent. It is obviously fake. Does he forget sometimes and just drops the accent? <laughs> I didn't know. That's my favorite. <laughs> or you ever watch like movies that are dubbed over, you know, like cheap movies, and they the guy forgets which character he is because he's playing three <laughs> different characters. <laughs> you back with us? Oh. Uh, Rose is back. Okay, so Mike is gone. <laughs> so we, we have your your uh, limit of Spiegelman. Sorry, Carl. No problem. Samuel got better from his surgeries and came back and saw what uh, Hawks had I'm done with his film. And I'm like, the takeover. Okay, you're gonna take over. Yeah, Can you see the I? film? We're watching the film. So what are they doing he... in the film right now? Drinking. Uh, prune juice. Were you about to say alcohol? <gasps> I don't know what that is. No, I was saying. Go let Carl speak. Go ahead, Carl. Well, you know, it's it's not important. It's just for the audience. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was I supposed, wait, no, did you ask me to come in just not and not say anything? Is that why you wanted me here? You want another? Did I get the stuffed animals and give them the headset? So. So Samuel comes back from his operation and he sees what a debacle Hawk has made this film. He's seeing the dailies and everything. And it's essentially like you're fired. And he got this other director uh, named William Wyler, who does other films for him. Yeah. And the guy was like, name. I'm not taking over some other guy's movie. I am a director. And the guy says, well, I'll suspend you 
and you won't direct the thing if you don't do it. So he reluctantly had to do it. He refused to have it say directed by him. It had to be directed by okay. Hayes and then and then Howard Hawks and then him. Um, did you he say says, Hayes to the Hayes office? He hated it. Uh, he did about two weeks of work on the film. He said that Francis Farmer was insufferable, awful. Do you see that in her performance? That's no, I think it's a great performance. I think it's a Whoa. really good movie. Yeah. Well, you're being biased because you're a lumberjack. Because <laughs> of my outfit? Yeah, and you live in the woods. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, in you suburbia. We work all day, sleep all night, and work all day, wear women's clothing, and hang around the bars. What? Did you have to do that comedic record scratch. Oh, yes, I remember this. The old Iron Ridge, Wisconsin movie. Fashionable wedding. Yes. No wedding crashers not recommended. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be – the see, back then, she couldn't just show up at the wedding and make trouble. She'd have to get on this train and stay at that hotel and, get, you know, get a horse and buggy. And, sure. you know, she would – to get – you can't just crash a wedding – uh, put up the sound. You can hear the fake Swedish accent. What's a fake Swedish accent? Sven is from Sweden. That's why his name is Sven. So she can't marry Barney. So she's marrying the second best man she knows. Sven. Sven. Yeah, that always bothered me too. Like, again, there's only two choices. It's vengeance. The 1800s, hey. right? There's only so oh. many chicks in the town. Right. right. Well, yeah, they're either a nut or a Francis Farmer. And you don't it's... marry her. You marry the farm. That's what you're going to get, the farm. Carl, do you think... the milk for free. She's, right. marrying, she's marrying Sven out of vengeance, right? Yeah, he's, is a he's doing oh. it for Svite. He's doing it for vengeance. You know my favorite... Uh, movie is uh, Venom. <laughs> the, Mar from the Marvel universe. Yeah. The Venom. He's the sweetest Venom. Okay, so now they're going to get married, and that marriage will result in a child. Okay. Oh, now we're in the 20th century. Right. Now he's 50 years old. Barney is this exactly what he planned. Right. A powerful, respected. Kind of robber baron guy married to Emma Louise. So is he going to get his? You know, do you see that? He said he had handsome children despite his wife. That's really <laughs> messed up. Well, that's really messed she's up. that's part of the film is that Francis is very pretty and and the mom is not pretty. Now look, the mom is not even sitting here, right? The, that's the mother of. That's the grandmother. Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. That's another man. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the mom. I've seen this film three times, and I'm just – doesn't seem like the mom to me. She seems like the grandma. That's the problem. Like, aunt. The mom really does not play into this film except for a few lines. It's interesting that the opening the, – the scroll said that he's 50 years old now. Is he going to get a colonoscopy in the next scene? What? No, it's the third – it's the – I don't know that they did that. 
Because he is 50, he should get a check. That's what he's 50 years old. He's not there. He's peeing right now. <laughs> now he's walking back. Oh, I think I have to pee again. He's oh, he's taking his mail. AARP. I'm not even I'm just 50. Wait, did you guys join AARP? Yeah, he's getting letters from them. Oh, I already okay, joined. Now, this is the daughter of. Okay, we just met the son at the uh, um, kitchen table, at the breakfast table. And now we're meeting the daughter. And the daughter calls him Barney, not dad. And she's like, Ooh. don't you say that around your mother. You'll get furious. And then she replies, okay, Boomer. <laughs> Kids today, right? Yeah. So Honey, cute. I'm not a Boomer. I was born 100 years before the Boomer. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I'm not that generation. I was born in 1832. Okay, Boomer. Ah! They do that on purpose. My research about the daughters disappeared. Here it is. Uh, Andrea Leeds is her name, and there's not much here. She was nominated for Academy Award. For this film? Like she, no, no. Uh, it was for something called Stage Door in 1937. She quit. She quit. He retired and became a horse breeder. I don't know. There's nothing interesting there. It happens all the time. Uh, you're welcome, audience. Yeah, you're welcome, horses. He was chomping at the bit to retire. Hey, <laughs> come on. It was the audience's loss, but the horse's gain. So now we're finding out that there's been a telegraph from Sven or Swan, whatever his name is. It's like, why haven't you gone back to Iron Ridge? It's been over 20 years. Now we know why. It's because right. of Francis Farmer, right? Lotta. But the daughter's like, look, you're not happy here. I can tell it. Why don't you go back there, relive your younger years, and try to enjoy yourself? Dad, you're not a bar fight. Get laid. Get laid. Dad, now that you conceive me, I see no reason why you shouldn't leave mom. Right? <laughs> She's not saying that. She doesn't understand that. He doesn't know so about handsome. Francis. Oh, it's the butler. That's Carl, what's up with this guy? No, it's just pack, pack some stuff so I can go fishing. I did not look, look up the butler, and he was listed in IMDb. He was not listed in... Uh, Here's the trivia. Hated working with Francis Farmer. Uh, everybody says that, Mike. It's no joke. I mean... There's always this image like there is a double standard because oh no I knew this was coming no, I knew is. this was coming she is of a gender of female so therefore you're going to leap to her defense no I'm she not leaping to her defense assholes she are was assholes incarcerated she was put in she was committed to psychiatric hospitals because he's a lady because he's a oh. lady. he was hysterical Carl is that what you say hysteria yeah, is that what you're saying yellow wallpaper Carl like what's the butt she went nuts I'm just saying there's plenty of dick actors, all right? And I, I think that it's easier to kind of pinpoint the, the dick lady actors. Wow. So we're doing That's a adorable. general stereotype here that we're talking about a lady actor, therefore. No, I, I'm sure Francis Farmer was a terror, but I just, when I hear stories about Sharon Stone, for example, I don't really buy it. Like Lucy Liu got like. Okay, skin. Sharon Stone, Lucy Liu, but not Francis Farmer. Oh, I love Lucy Liu. Me too. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Farmer is very nice. I met her once. Very nice. Punched me in the face. But it's cast no. in the original Broadway play <laughs> of in New York City. She followed with two Broadway productions, a battle with depression and binge drinking. 
caused her to drop out of subsequent Ernest Hemingway stage adaptions. She returned to Los Angeles in 41, did two films. In 42, publicity of her reported erratic behavior began to surface after several arrests. Okay, my apologies to Lucy Liu. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to to compare her to Francis Barber. Well, she sounds like a train wreck. How about that? Yes. Well, I probably bought her a drink in the the early 2000s. I'm going to cancel my Francis Farmer insurance, Carl. I'm scouring my notes for bad (laughs) things they said about Francis Farmer. Now, one more time, she is a great actress in this film. She carries it perfectly. You have no idea that she's difficult at all. She doesn't do anything difficult. What is that website where uh, Francis Farmer dates? Like if you, uh, oh, yeah, you only want to date Francis Farmer? It's Francis like, Farmer only? Yeah, Francis Farmer only. Now, that's the son, by the way, and he was a big deal in Westerns. That was his claim to fame. As a matter of fact, from... Uh, where is it? Nice guy. Nice guy. <laughs> Difficult to work with. Hated no. working. Had troubles working with with uh, Francis Farmer. You can tell he, he was like he was just very dedicated. Like when he needed yell and punch people, just because he loved the film so much. You can tell he's from Westerns because when he sits down, he sits like this. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Dad. I'm going to go get me some sarsaparilla. What? What's about sarsaparilla? Um. He appeared in Western films exclusively from 46 to 76 when he retired. Yeah, I remember uh, watching Westerns in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> they sure did go away, right? He was in Sullivan Travels. He was in Hitchcock's Foreign Correspondent. And he was in The Most Dangerous Game as the hero, which we saw in 32. Yeah, that's right. Do you think he had a gun or was he being stalked? Most dangerous game. No, he was the guy getting hunted. Oh, right on. Yeah, he was excellent. I like that guy. Harry Mason. Up. Oh. Have a nice That'll trip. A, it'll be a running <laughs> gag. <laughs> He'll show up all happy later. Like now he's mad that he Trump. He goes, This office wouldn't be the same if I wasn't tripping. What's in the jars and behind his desk? Yeah, brain. Brain. Yeah, brain. It's the brain from Half Dead. And I need some more cotton balls behind my head. All right. Yeah. See? What? Lollipops? All right. Okay. He does, he does power, talk like cups? that. Put up, put up the sound for a minute. This is the son talking about. I got this idea for paper cups. Look, you see how he dropped it? They left that in. They were like, fuck it. I'm almost done with this film. Just. Well, That's why they fired higher at Hawks. It's like he's dropping the cups. This is the guy, most dangerous game. He was the hunted one. Yeah, That's hey. so cool. I'll never work. No one wants to drink from a cone. See, they'll eat ice cream from a cone. But not ridiculous. Drink water ridiculous. A cone. If, you don't want to, or if you don't want to be partners, I'm going to have to make this paper cup solo. Oh, uh, yes. Nice. Good point. Nice. I tried. Nice. But the first yeah. paper cup was Dixie. I looked it up. Did they have like a poker hand on it in the first cup? Oh yeah, and underneath. Yeah. I always spilled my coffee because I couldn't wait. Did I win? Well, the idea was it would be those coffee machine, hot chocolate coffee machines that would drop a cup oh, and I love pour those. coffee into it. Yeah. So the cup itself would have a poker hand on it. Oh yeah, no, I didn't know that. 
Oh, yeah. There was yeah. a lot it of sugar you, in the coffee. It was good. It would yeah. give you four cards, and the fifth one was on the bottom. So after you're drinking, you could see if you won. I could but you were anxious. Yeah. Whoa! Side player. Five now Barney buttons. is having a homecoming. Barney is coming back. He's going to find out that Francis Farmer, died. He was away so long, she went and died. There's Fen. He can't jump anymore like he did early. He's like, I'm a too old now. Jumping Jiminy. Right. Oh, I'm glad oh, to see good. you, Barney. Eh? Good Wait, to see are you. they 50 now? Yeah. yeah. He's too old to jump? Well, he's older than 50. You look good. Can I offer you some gummy fish? They're from Maya, from Sweden. No, no meatballs is fine. <laughs> you have any small ones? How do I sit on this? Do I have to build this first? Okay, hang on. <laughs> yeah, I built this house for myself from a box. From a box. I couldn't get out of the parking lot. So Samuel Golden paid $150,000 uh, for the book, and that was a lot of money. And Hawk, because he was sick and, you know, he was uh, in surgery and Samuel was on around, he did a lot, a lot, a lot of budget. So this film cost super amount of money to make. It was a successful film at the box office, but they still didn't make money because the original director frittered it all away. And so this Edward guy, Edward Arnold, became known as box office poison, which wasn't fair to him. That's not weird. Now this is the tray that one of the trays they used to break Lotta out. Oh, and they framed it. Well, I guess. Yeah. Does he look uh, like Malcolm when he laughs? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks like our uncle. Glad to see you again, Barney. Oh, this brings back old times. Oh, excuse let's me. Go through, flipping let's go through the page. Let's, Wait, were you doing an Irish accent? Girl? Yes, I was by mistake. <laughs> let's listen for a second so I can get my speech. Yeah, get your accent right. Oh, oh. Good morning. Fucking violins. Back then, they had the violins on set. That's how much money he spent. This yeah. is, he's learning that she died. That's why we have the violins. Well, I guess I won't be cheating on my wife. <laughs> I guess I won't be sleeping with your wife. Yeah. I won't need these condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Dozens in the fireplace. <laughs> Oh, Jimmy's. You, know, you think Sven has a, enough condoms being Swedish? Why? I don't know. Yeah, Challenger, Carl. That was really didn't make any sense. Erotica reference. That's all I know. I, I'm yeah. still lost in the woods. Oh. What am I, a logger? So you can tell which director directed what, right? Because one is like in color and one is in black and white. <laughs> Could what you tell? Did? I mean, is it. Is it like just he Hawks did the first half and the guy did the second half, or was it shot all over the place? Well, it was the last two weeks of production that he got healthy and came back, and that's oh, when wow. he fired him and hired Wilder. But it's there's a dispute. Some on the internet, some sources say thirty minutes of this footage is him, and then other people say ten minutes. But absolutely, the last. Uh, edit of the film is his. 
the one that got released. Hashtag release the Hawks cut. Yeah. (laughs) This is Carrie, and it's Sven's sister's daughter. I think his name's Svan, and I'm saying, yeah, I'm insulting him. Svan. So they're meeting Svan's sister's daughter who lives with them. Wow. And her name's Carrie. And she was going to be our lead in this film, but Frances Farmer showed up and beat her. Really? God, she must be really hard to work with. <laughs> with a stick, but she's got a better go role. there, but they decided to buy the farm. No, she would go on to have lots of troubles with the House Un-American committees. She was Austrian. She mm-hmm. was pro-Nazi. In yep. the fifties, the FBI began to investigate her, <clears throat> and yeah, and she was blacklisted, and she died at fifty-nine of a cerebral hemorrhage. And some people say because of the stress of being FBI surveillance and blacklisted, I don't think I believe that. But what's get back to the Nazi sentence? Uh, she she was pro Nazi, you said. Yes, she was um, a Nazi. Well, she was from Austria. Now yeah. this is Frances Farmer now playing her daughter. It's the daughter of Lata and Svan, and her name is also Lata. Oh wait. What is what I love about the movie is that. He left uh, Lada at the age that his daughter, this daughter is now. So right. that's the image he's always had of her. Sven, right. you know, watched her grow up, grow old, and die. So yeah, yeah the, so this is, he's back in. It's just like a convenient thing because if the woman was still alive, he would have to see her thirty years older. But that's now right. seeing her daughter is at that same memory that he had of her. Now, twice, watch know. Edward's eyes. He will look at her boobs in this scene. I saw Hello. it three times. One. How many call it? My eyes are up here. Uh, hello. I'm not looking at your eyes. How do you, uh, uh, what's your name tag say? Oh, you don't have a name tag. Let me check out. <laughs> uh, two. There you go. He's right out there, right there. You know what the move is? Is to pretend you're angry and look at it. Look, look. That, there it is. There it is. Now they're looking at the ass. This is crazy. So. Uh, you're going to get kicked out of the restaurant. Lada and Carrie are a sort of like sisters. They live together. Okay, watch his eyes now. Yeah, Leary. Not yet. Oh, there you go. Oh, Elliot, that was a quick one. You saw that, right? Yeah, it was very, it was a glance. Yeah, was a he glance. got what in, huh? Got one in. Lick the finger and touch the uh, 20, early 20th century. make sure it's hot. Ah! It's hot. Now, there's something a little contradictory in this film. In this scene, she's going to talk about as if, like, Barney's sexually attracted to me, so I'm going to exploit that. But later in the film, she's going to be like, I would never. I don't know. It contradicts. Put on the sound just for this conversation. Listen. I don't want to be there unless the black girl comes. But why book you to? Well, if I'm not there and you wait a while and I'm afraid I'm not coming and then and then I come. So she's oh, manipulating. Hello. I'm going to show up late so I miss. He likes me. <laughs> what are you up to, young lady? Now stop screaming and answer me or I'll slap you. Big as you are. Oh, you have probably been dumb all your lives. Oh, thank you, Miss Martin. What do you have? You don't plan or anything. You just let things happen to you. 
I'm not like that. Yeah, I'm hot. I'm gonna pick some sort of gift, that's all. He likes me, and he can do a lot for me if I just make him think I'm worth helping. I'm sure I'm boss to his daughter, and that looks. Okay, that's all I wanted you to hear. Now, later in the film, though, she'll, like, do a reversal as if, what? That's shocking. I never even thought of it. And, and, and the script's not making her, just for this one little scene, she's got some manipulation to her, and then it goes away for the rest of the film. It doesn't make sense. You think that was added by the new director to kind of... Oh, that's a good point. Like, it was a note that they had to add that scene later? Maybe. Make her look bad? Maybe. Two shots for Sven. Three shots for Sven. You guys want any of this? <laughs> oh, I forgot to offer you guys some Rappa, whatever it is. Now he goes, where is she? And and you see the Harry's like, <laughs> like it's true what Lada was thinking, you know? And Oh, some toast. They named her Lada because she's got a lot of boobs. A lot of junior. Right? A lot of senior? Right. It is junior and senior. That's right. Unless she comes from a long line of uh, a lot of of third, a lot of IV. That's a lot, a lot of. I did the whole lot of love uh, guitar riff. (laughs) Whole lot of love. (laughs) Whole lot of love. We all know that guitar like. Francis Farmer died in 1970 at 56 years old of cancer. That's good. What a jerk. Oh, she's young. Now, when she was young, she won this contest for like scholastic. She was in high school, scholastic books or something. She wrote this whole thing about how God is bullshit. God is not true. I couldn't believe when Scholastic Dynamite magazine published it. She already... won a hundred bucks for it, though, and that's a lot of money in thirty-one. She had to get fifty dollars uh, of God. Chaotic, godless world. But later, towards the end of her life, she would become a Christian. You know why? Because she was cuckoo, cuckoo. I'm gonna oh, have to see more. She went to the Soviet Union. He did? Wait, who? During her final year of college, 1935, Francis won a subscription contest for the leftist newspaper, The Voice of Action. First prize was a trip to the Soviet Union. Farmer accepted the prize despite her mother's strong objection. Fuck you, where were you when I was a kid? Uh, so just don't go to Russia. Fuck went- you, where were you when I was a kid? Uh, she went. She was. Uh, she wanted to see the pioneering Moscow art theater. Her interest in such topics fostered speculations. She was not only an atheist but a communist. The same year, she graduated with a degree in drama. When she came back from the Soviet Union, she went to New York. She got into uh, some plays, and then Paramount. Sla- you know, nice. it's too pretty Girl. to not let. Uh, I know. do. I do want to keep talking about her, but can I just want to play the song? They're playing okay. on the accordion. Another one rides the bus. Hey, I want to sit next to you. Okay. Still gonna you, Michael. Yeah, that's the song she's playing. Well, 
Barney's she's singing Love Me Tender, and Barney's like, Stop it, stop it, because he can't handle it because right. it looks just like his love. You know, this in this film, like Barney's not a terrible, awful human being, you know? He's yeah, he's a little He he's was sweet. friends with the loggers, he was ambitious. He, he was ambitious. That was his problem. That was yeah. his failure. He was a nice guy. Who was too ambitious. In this movie, that, I, that's what I always thought when I watched the film. Was like, he was too ambitious, right? He gave that up. He in... gave love up for money. Right. Exactly. For money and success. Now he had been planning his success for years, and then was with this woman for about a couple, you know, two months. So. You know this song too. Oh yeah, I, I don't. If you don't know Lily like I do, look at the kids. Now that was inappropriate, yeah, and we really out. won't see that again for the film until he makes an indecent proposal later. But we won't <laughs> see any more creeping. Ben turns a red fox. Oh, I'm coming. This is the big one. <laughs> he popped his collar. Lada, I'm coming. No, the, the thing is, Swan's got a bad back. So he's like, I'll take you to the specialist in Chicago and I'll take you girls along with five. us and I'll buy you nice dresses and we'll be on a train. It's like what they've always dreamed out about getting not Carrie so much. It's what Lada's always dreamed about getting out of this town. And basically, her wishes are coming true right now. Oh. He starts playing the Love Me Tender song and he starts crying. He goes, what's the matter? Is yeah. it brings back memories? No, Colonel Tom Parker owes me $500. <laughs> Did you watch that Elvis movie, Adam? No, I didn't. It, I liked it. I don't know. I'm going to defend that movie. Which Did one? You watch it? Elvis, the three-hour movie. Oh, should I see it? Sigh, yes, it's not like you might not like it, but I, I really liked it. I thought but you it was, recommend, yeah, I recommend it out. Everything There's a lot of gyrating, Carl. This evening, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you might get offended. You make sure your kids are not in the room when you watch it. Okay, yeah. you can watch it with Rose, but yeah, my, my youngest is 17, my oldest is 22. They could be in a room, they're gonna get fall they've done their own grinding. Wow, they're, they're really in the 20th century, oh, they're on the train. Okay, now. You see these hats? We don't know. We don't know anything about it. They will go to the dining car, and women will kind of make fun of their outfits, like they're a little outdated or whatever. And Francis Farmer will get mad at Barney, saying, you knew it. You knew it. That's why you wanted us to dine in the car and not in the dining. So he goes, okay, you caught me. When we go to Chicago, I'll buy you all proper clothes. And Oh, so he's he's hiding them for during the meal. They're going in a separate car. When? They oh my God! The meal's on her head. Car, he said, "Let's dine in my car." And they said, uh -oh. "No, we want to go to the dining room where everyone can see us." So Barney said, "Oh, okay." You know, he's not going to say no to them. Yeah. And then they got laughed at, and so that's uh, how smoking or non-smoking section, bumpkin or non-bumpkin section, uh, smoking bumpkin. Okay. Here they are in the dining car. 
and you can see a few people taking a look at their hats and stuff and their outfits and making smirks. Yeah, hello. Now, turn this up because it's a little. Hey, fellow robber baron. Hey, now, the reason for this scene is he's going to talk about how beautiful the daughter is. Yeah, but he'll say, oh, don't be ridiculous. Randy after dinner, all right? <laughs> all right, I got to go okay. sleep with my daughter. Now listen to what how Francis Farmer talks about how embarrassed she was. Did you enjoy it? No. what I wanted you to hear. And now he's like gonna, well, I'll buy you proper clothes. He basically starts spending money on them like crazy. That's the reason why you didn't yell, come and get it in the middle of the film. You were embarrassed to eat with us. There was a great opportunity for the director directors to put in come and get it during the dinner scene. Because it would be in the beginning of the movie, the end of the movie, and then in the middle of the movie. It's like Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. Remember the, the shine box? Right. Let's see. Yeah, you, you insulted them a little bit. Now, a, a little bit. A little bit. Now they're oh. in proper, great clothes. and Oh, now they don't look silly. Oh, they look... All right. <laughs> they don't look silly at all. That other hat looked ridiculous, this one. Okay, Howard Hawks was originally signed to direct, but was replaced by William Wyler midway through the production. Farmer was indignant and clashed with Wyler during the filming. He later said, the nicest thing I can say about Frances Farmer is that she is unbearable. Though her working relationship with Wilder was tumultuous, Hawks remembered Farmer with admiration, saying she had more talent than anyone I ever worked with, ever worked with. So this is the thing about her. She was tough, but she's gold on screen. Right. So you're saying she's talented. Now look at this one, was supposed to be playing Francis Farmer's role. You can see why they chose Francis. Right. Are you ready to give it? Sorry. Liberals. Right, it was the communists who suggested Francis Farmer. I met her in college. Well, they're all very happy. Now, uh, Adam, one thing, uh, Carl and I notice when we watch movies, especially when they have like dining uh, theater experiences, mm -hmm. is that it's all studio produced. Like this is not an exact replica of a dining hall in, in early 1910s, but for the movie they build it. But this is our only historical reference we have. It's yes. like every time they had a nightclub scene where they're dancing around and everyone's eating dinner and they're singing. It's a uh -huh. movie set, but it's supposed to replicate the nightclub experience. Right. It's like the sock hops and happy days or like the the 80s the reversion of 80s like punk clubs you know you see oh. on tv it's not the yeah. real thing but it's it's our reference now now 
Adam, do you remember in the 80s you used to watch some movie like Terminator and there would be a like like a Los Angeles nightclub with punks and you knew that place didn't really exist. It wasn't a real place, right? But you would always see it in the movies. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but you you would think it's it because that's your only reference. So you're saying like we don't live yeah. in the 30s but and we the 10s. Live, right, but we lived in the 80s. And so when we go into this like pretend punk rock club, like like you know there was a bar somewhere and you knew there was a place where you could go see a concert, but this fake like we'll all go hang out as punk rock. Right, everyone has mohawks and right. uh, spray paint on the wall. So the thing is like a person in 2020s looking at that would think that was a real place in the 1980s. In the same way, I'm very suspicious when you see these nightclubs in the 30s, 40s, maybe they're not real, you know? Right. Yeah. But this, like, that dining hall, like, what I noticed was there's a lot of space, which is good when you smoke cigars, like, all the smoke goes to the top of the ceiling. Yes. Well, they had more room, yeah. And more real estate. And more okay, real estate. Okay, now turn this on. This is the reverse of the earlier scene we saw. It's just got to be your part of Mr. Glass was doing all this for. Of course. I sometimes wondered if it sometimes worried me that it might be you. Gary, are you trying? I know it's awful, but he is interested in you. You he see how it's reversed now? Well, uh -huh. such a thing. You know Mr. Glass was interested in me and I got a part. I wonder if he is. Of course he is. How can you say such a thing? How can you even think it? You see how it kind of it's doesn't so make sense in the script, you know? And no, it's what you said, Adam. Yeah, they it's... added it. They added it to, for whatever reason. And that's yeah. probably why she was so mad. Because it didn't make sense. Well, maybe she's just uh, gaslighting her mom. Just, you know, like defensively saying, no, that's not true. Why, why would you say that? I feel like she changed her mind. Or she realized it was a bad idea. And this woman changed her mind, too. I think that's how I took it when I saw it. Now, here is the horseless carriage. And oh the driver God. of it is a guy who works on horses, so he hates it. Go ahead and listen for a second. I Ubered you 20 minutes ago. <laughs> is this Shreven? No, Shreven. Shreven. I like me horses. What accent is that? I don't know. Now, that's Scottish, right? But none of them around too soon. I just thought it was a little funny how he hates the car. You know, it, it, when he's in that automobile, his accent is it's not horse at all. There's no there's no hoarseness to his voice. Oh, come on. It's it's a horseless carriage. Like that's why he had a speaking role. He was not horse. Yeah. Um okay, the premiere of this film was in Seattle which is Farmer's hometown, at the premiere, it was, in, it was in a place in which you used to be an usher. That was the kind of neat thing about it. Um, at the premiere, Farmer was noticeably quiet, spoke little to reporters, which resulted in news reports that she was cold and aloof. Nevertheless, Come and Get It earned praise from pu public and critics with several reviews, greeting Farmer as a newfound star, likening her to Greta Garbo. So... Right. It's a good spin. But yeah, this was a big hit then. This was a big hit that uh, still lost money because of the director. Did the loggers in Seattle right. like this movie or were they protesting? The loggers in Seattle? Well, Washington State, Oregon, I don't know. Maybe they came over. I 
did do a lot of research for this film, but I only got to Google page nine. I don't know what the loggers (laughs) in Washington. They didn't have like a logger protest. They didn't have that much logging. Like in the beginning, I I think that's interesting. The loggers footage because that's real. Yes, it is, and it was from in. What did I say? Oregon. No. Oregon. No. It was from. Was it it was Idaho, North Fork. Clearwater River. What did I say? You said <laughs> I said New Jersey. Okay, now we're meeting the sun and Francis Farmer La- daughter Lata will meet the sun too. Oh no. Ooh. Awkward. Ooh. I have an extra ticket to the love boat if you would like to go. Uh no, if I could bring very subtle. Um, it's directed very well. Watch when they meet. <laughs> He doesn't have a chance to really get acquainted with him. And she's a great actress the way you can see it in her face. Look, he looks, he looks, and then she's like, Ooh, whoa. Yeah. Holy Haba Huba. cow. Yeah, you are uh, the most dangerous that game. That guy, but handsome. Yeah, aren't you the most dangerous game guy? Hello. No, no <laughs> come here, come here, get away from him. Get away from him. <laughs> Where's, yeah, right. Weren't you the most dangerous game? was great you got 10 seconds yeah not i'm not kidding wabbit all right guys get out of here we gotta fart they're giving him a, a tour of the mill how boring yeah now you haven't heard from her if you watch this film three times this is my fourth time like you she is like a interesting neat character she's a grouchy secretary and she gives barney lots of trouble she's she's one of the reasons why this is a good film you don't like her when you're watching this but she's that's that's exactly what you're supposed to feel like she's she's della reese to his perry mason della reese to perry mason you know i remember perry mason's show in the reruns but i really didn't give it a chance you know perry mason like it's Crossword puzzles, like the secretary's name, Reese, uh-huh. has two E, three E's, and perfect. An yeah, and then the writer of Perry Mason, his name is like E R L E or something like that. So I only know from crossword puzzles. Now this is a well written, well directed scene, well acted scene in which this is supposed to be like when they get together and it's the kindles their relationship, but it's fraught with mistakes and accidents and fighting it's really good scene Ooh. smack smack oh he smacked her back hit her right back yeah now you don't hit me again well you brought up communism in the first place being a gold digger what's that you brought up communists in the first place that's so she's like he's like Something's boiling over. Oh, and she's man. like, well, I'm busy fighting with you. And he goes, no, you better you better handle this. Now, oh, right. Come over here and fuck it all up like a bumbling idiot. Ouch! And she's like, you fool! That's all CGI, so the actors weren't like... Yeah, that's right. He wouldn't really get hurt. Now look at you. Who's going to eat that pancake? Right. What are now the uh, like, character? You better clean up this mess. <laughs> I do like his hat. 
I'll give that with credit. Now it's nothing to cry about. Wow. Now he's yeah, no crash falls. Or now he's stuck, but he's and she's like, "Don't walk around. You'll get it everywhere." Never takes his shoes off. Why not? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. This is the comic relief of the movie, so enjoy it, guys. I wonder who directed this one because it's it's a different tonal shift. And the movie wasn't it's a that different tonal shift, but it's also oh, his shoes do come off. Excuse me. It's also very good. Like um... oh, there ha that's the goo. Yeah, apparently this is part of making the candy. You, and if you don't do this right, you're going to mess it up, and right. they will mess it up. And then when you I'm eat it... I'm glad they're dressed for it. <laughs> I mean, there's no, you guys were talking about um, watching movies about old times. It seemed like, right, from the movies we watched at the library or wherever, men always wore suits, always had a hat on, women always were dressed in nines. At the club or at the bar or coffee shop whatever it is right? right everybody yeah, the grocery the you go to a city block and everyone's walking around with suits and stuff like that but you right. wear tuxes to the to the nightclubs go to a baseball game and everyone's Naked in their happy suit. baseball game everyone's dressing in a suit because yeah. they're going out now look They've stopped messing with the candy because they're starting oh. to fall in love a little oh, bit. Oh, no, it's gooey. She's like, they're getting gooey. Oh, no, <laughs> goo. this, is, this is where the movie gets gooey. <laughs> it gets gooey. Come on, guys. It's too sweet. Um, this is the seventh take. There was no graphic user interface. This was their gooey. Oh, boy, what gooey. did you want? Okay, now we're going to have a little bit of a clash between father and... Secretary? No, Listen. I'm I'm remembering. Uh, oh, remembering. stop hitting my daughter! It's awkward. No, he <laughs> never. He'll never do that because he doesn't really hit on her. Swan never really catches. He kissed on. her. Yeah, that's gross. You're right about that. He did kiss her in the same scene in which Swan gets up. And he's like, "Oh, my back," and that distracts them from it. And he says, "I'm taking you to <laughs> Chicago." Right. It does. Oh, all right. Script. He kisses her like that. He gets up to react, and he goes, oh, my bad. And then he says, I'm taking you to Chicago. Great. Bring my daughter, too. Yeah. You guys want any of my penny candy behind me? Or now he's saying, <laughs> thanks for coming over. Yeah, do you guys want some candy? It's stuck to the bottom <laughs> of my shoe. Dad's yeah, finding out that most deadliest game was over at Lada's house. Uh, what? what the fuck? We were making candy in the kitchen, if you know what I'm saying. No, not candy. Well, is it, yeah. it is Francis Farmer, right? Candy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so... Get called out. Why don't you turn it on for a second? Because sure. it goes in a pig's eye. What? Calling out. What? That's all. Just confronted. 
Yeah, look at that. That's pretty tense. I I paused the scene where they're not even talking. They're just giving each other the eye. <laughs> Take a letter. Wait a minute. This will interest you. Oh, can you I'm keep a secret? Jesus. You're stabbing in my back. I'm shipping my son off to Chicago so he won't mess with my girl. Now, can we can uh, we talk Chris about Hansen is outside to see you, sir? Uh, I was talking about the chocolate. If we could get back to the chocolate of Francis Farmer, what is the connection? Why do I always connect that name to chocolate? There is. To... A, I have no idea. All right, I'm googling. Carl, all right. Carl's going to do a dissertation about Francis Farmer. Francis chocolate. Farmer chocolate. I didn't research Francis that. Farmer chocolate. No cords. Come and get it. I'm I'm dreaming. It has to be something else. Franz chocolate. That does thank Whatever you. Whatever happens to Francis Farmer Fanny Farmer. Fanny Farmer. Oh, yeah, casual. yeah, you're right. Fanny Farmer candy. Okay, so what's now, up? This is a game called to... Diablo. And oh, it was really? very popular in the thirties. And this is like the tail end of its popularity. It's about to go away. This now, is like a Sudoku puzzle for them right now. Yes, when it was fresh, you know. Yeah. Now, she is going to say, I'm not marrying the rich boy that mom wants me to marry. And, <clears throat> you know, Edward's going to be like, that's insane. You can't, because she wants to marry this, like, low-life guy in the paper mill, the one who was doing the paper cups with the son. He's like, I, I, well, he doesn't say I'll forbid it, but he essentially does. And then she goes, Look, you were going to marry that Lada. You, you didn't marry for love. You married for money. And look at you. You're miserable. I don't want that to happen to me. And so he will completely change his tune and say, you're right. You Thank should marry for love. And he'll be friendly with the bum who's doing the paper cups. He'll warm up to it. You'll see. Oh, he's about to make a lot of money over that guy. Yeah, yeah. that's right. But he didn't. <laughs> want to he wanted to reject the idea and say like you can't marry a low life and listen and there's other ideas sliced bread ridiculous people want to rip their bread no one wants to slice <laughs> you bite your bread off how can you fit it in a toaster <laughs> what's a toaster people <laughs> just want to put it in the oven and wait three hours all right this is the greatest thing since unsliced bread <laughs> I gotta go put horses back in my horseless carriage. Yeah, <laughs> it's not working. How much horsepower has this horse got? One horse. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. The other one's sick. All right, fair enough. Oh. <clears throat> so, you know, he can get. He gets it. He gets it. You're right. So you're gonna marry for love, not money. And so he's going to try to make it so that, okay, this guy's got some money. Paper cup idea. Okay, so there's not only Fanny Farmer chocolate, but there's also <laughs> Fanny Merritt Farmer from the 1800s was an American culinary expert whose Boston cooking school cookbook became a widely culinary text. whoop de doo This has nothing to do with our film. But I'm just saying, like, Francis Farmer, I would think of the chocolate, and I would yeah. think of a cookbook. I would not, you know, I would get the But confusion. right now, we're researching your tangent. 
I think it's relevant. Okay. It was on the show. Yeah, right. So here he comes down to the, like, low-life dredges of the workers. He goes, hey, what's your name? What's your name? You know what my name is. And he goes, I thought you'd take it this way, you know, about the daughter. So he gets pleasantly surprised that Barney's going to be cool with this. Right, no, he wants to go take him up on the paper cup idea. I should have looked up this guy's history, who he is and everything. It's just that he was in IMDb, but he wasn't in Wikipedia, so I thought he wasn't important. And then we, the clock was ticking on our show, so. No, it's fine. I, I, I had an off-tangent that I added, so that, that even. He goes, he goes Boy, watch handsome. out for that. It goes trip. Hey, you're all right. Yeah. Mm. Say. And his shirts are always steamed. Uh, no wrinkles here, see. Uh, a little now, business. This cap of yours. No, that's a paper cup, sir. Oh. Right. oh, so you can drink water out of it, and it's a dungeon's cap for rodents. We can sell it two ways. <laughs> that's a genius, eh? Now, where do you Send put the my ice? son in, who's the ingrate. Send in my ingrate son. Where's the cock blocker? Look at that neat phone, huh? Yeah. That's a top of the line. That's a horseless telephone. <laughs> <laughs> this phone is a terrible. They want to put numbers on this phone. And I said, no way. See, it's a terrible idea. Everyone wants to talk to an operator. Or just give me the extension so I can connect you. Benson has five, five, five. That's how it's done. Sadie, get me New Manhattan right away. So they're like, how many of these paper cups can you produce in a day? And, you know. He goes, I'll see you at the party to watch your step. Well, so anyway, trip. he's being cool. That's the thing about this Barney. Like, he is bad. It's creepy. He wants to rekindle Lotta with the daughter. It's inappropriate. It's so young. But at the same time, he doesn't. Not a bag. Okay. Yeah. Right now. Whoa, you're looking at his balls. Yeah, he's. She's looking looking at her <laughs> balls. Look at that. She's not even pretending she's not looking at it. Well, because he's boring them he's with like history it. of paper, they're so oh. bored. Oh, look at those! It's a pulp, pulp fiction, right? Well, this is one of the hey. things I really like about this movie pulp is nonfiction. that the son is not a catch, and she's still falling for him. Like he's he's clumsy. He says dumb things. He's prattling on about history, and she still is like in love with him. It's package. That's love. It's the whole package. Look at her. Wow. Yeah, he's like, That's I like your stupid story. <laughs> Glad I put on my good bow for you. Go ahead, listen to it a moment. It, maybe it's oh, I can't wait to hear the story. Oh, we'll never hear that paper story. Back to the <laughs> horse carriage. Right. Oh, see, he uh, did go back to the horse carriage. Well, it's not the same guy. Hey, you horses, will you be in the movie again? Nay. You see how it, <laughs> you see how it's an anchor? You put an anchor on yeah. it. Yeah. Hey. Now hey. He, he was supposed to say, "Don't weigh me down." It was the joke, but he was hoarse that day. Oh my God! Come on, what's why are the what's with the long face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank yeah, God. Well, 
I want you oh. to have this horse. Are you looking in my mouth? Have you no respect? Uh, I get it. I get it. Oh. oh, thank God you shut up. He was boring us about paper. Boring us to death. Yeah, oh, tells that story about the phone again. Uh, Anything. Oh, I love paper, too. 